Welcome to the Women Aging Awesomely podcast, the perfect space to empower women to say goodbye, good riddance, and even bye Felicia to the mischief of menopause. Here, we banish the mindset of it sucks to get old and turn our menopausal midlife woes into wins. I'm your host, Stephanie Fowler, certified in women's wellness and yoga, an educator, and the creator of Women Aging Awesomely. Want to join a community of like-minded women who want to high-step into midlife confidently? Join my free Facebook group, Women Aging Awesomely, for free workshops on topics like mindset, goal setting, nutrition, short workouts and yoga sessions, and free challenges. Simply go to facebook.com slash groups slash women aging awesomely to join. See you on the inside. Well, hey there, and welcome back to my first full episode of Women Aging Awesomely. I am so excited. I've started this podcast, and I really appreciate you joining in. So I wanted to talk today about joint pain, because as we age, there are a variety of reasons that we may have some achy joints when we wake up in the morning or just maybe throughout the day, various reasons for that. And so what I wanted to do today was spend a little bit of time talking about some natural ways to help you not have that joint pain, or at least to lessen it. So First off, getting older does not have to be painful, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Three simple to implement and inexpensive tips to ease that pain. So, first off, make sure you're listening. You might even want to sit down for this. (laughs) If you are listening right now and you are 39 years old or older, you my dear wonderful friend, are middle-aged, statistically speaking. (laughs) I know, right? Let that sink like a rock for a moment. I'll wait. (laughs) It's true, though. We tend to think of midlife as starting when we are in our 50s, maybe even 60s, Uh, You might even be picturing a woman decked out with aviator sunglasses and maybe a few laugh lines and just rolling out of a Ford dealership with the convertible top down on her brand new super shiny Mustang Shelby GT500, maybe a little gray tendril flowing in the wind with the colorful neck scarf. But When the average lifespan of women in the United States is 78 to 81 years old, depending on which study you happen to look at in a quick Google search, it really does hit home when you divide that number by two. So you might be having a couple of reactions to this realization that 39 years old is considered midlife in the United States for women. Um, You might let the statistic fill you with apprehension, and you might spend the next week changing things up to live your best life or live for the moment, maybe some carpe diem from the Robin Williams days of Dead Poet Society. You might be planning a lot of trips. You might be changing careers. (laughs) You might be doing all the things you haven't done yet, right? Right. 
Um, you might also let that realization send you into a bit of a depression. It might cause you to do the complete opposite and head for the nearest grocery store in your nine-year-old faded ruby red Hyundai Sonata with two or three dents and stains on the upholstery and a broken mud flap for the three tubs of cookies and cream ice cream so that you can binge on Netflix all weekend. Um, or maybe a third reaction to this realization that 39 years old is actually midlife is that you might implement three natural holistic strategies into your daily routine right now without having to buy a single thing. See, I told you this was going to be inexpensive. So the first thing you can do is start being more mobile. Take a stab at how much and how many ways you move during the day. Chances are you'll be shocked. You might even want to have a piece of notebook paper, not really a journal or anything like that, just a, even a sticky note. Just have a little notepad and just jot down the times that you get up, what type of movement you were doing, because you might realize um, how many ways you move or actually, rather, how many times you don't move throughout the day. Seriously, just take a few minutes, go grab that paper um, or that sticky note Think back to maybe even the last five days. Write down how often you moved. What types of movement were you doing and what body parts were benefiting from these movements? You know, was it a full-on walk around the neighborhood? I recently um, was encouraging women in my Women Aging Awesomely Facebook group to do a 5K for New Year's Day. Now, this is early January that I'm recording this episode. And um, so we just did that 5k and it was so much fun. We were talking about, um, you know, how to build up stamina. I had an avid runner friend of mine that was also a yoga teacher come on to do an interview inside of that free Facebook group. It was awesome. And um, we just started getting excited about it. I ended up having 17 women sign up and out of the 17, two ended up being, um, well, one was sick with COVID, as a matter of fact, and the other had just had some outpatient surgery that she thought should be recovered from, but wasn't. But the other 15 women, all of us completed that 5K. We did it in various ways, and it was so much fun. Uh, some of us were just walking it. Some of us did it outside. Uh, one lady up in Canada that's in my group, she had a ton of snow outside, so she only did like part of it outside. I was that way as well because it was raining here in Atlanta. Um, and then the rest of it, I, ju I just did inside. And uh, one lady did hers on her treadmill. We just did it in various ways, but the point was, we did it. And two or three ladies did not think they'd be able to do the entire 5K, which of course is 3.1 miles, but they did. They, they, you know, surprised themselves. And it was such a good thing. And in fact, um, two or three women suggested that we should do it every single month, like the first of each month. Um, and that would be a way to keep us active. So going back to my point for this first of three ways to ease your joint pain is to be more active. So think about what parts of your body have been neglected. Looking back at your sticky note, if you needed to pause this 
podcast and jot those things down for the last five days and how much you know movement you've had, um, go ahead, feel free to pause and start back. But now that you have jotted down things that you remember doing in the past five days, what body parts were neglected? Shoulders, maybe your mid-back, arches of your feet. Um, all of those are important as well as many other parts. <laughs> um, think about what that means to those particular joints that were neglected too. You know, they're going to become um, stale for lack of a better word. Your entire body is one big entity. So if you are neglecting to move certain parts, your whole body's going to suffer. Everything is connected. So do you remember that, that game? I'm not even sure when it was it like in the early 2000s, um, but it was called The Weakest Link with that lady with the short, bright red hair uh, with the English accent, um, The Weakest Link. Well, that's true about your body too. You need to move in a variety of ways every single day for optimal joint health. So I really do speak on this topic in my Facebook group, Women Aging Awesomely. And of course, I'm going to speak about it here on the podcast as well. But having a variety of movement daily helps your muscles. It helps your coordination and your balance, and it helps your bone strength. And as women, we all know if we're in our 50s or older, we've had bone density tests, or if you haven't, I suggest you get one. But our bone health, our bone strength is super important for us as we age. So all of these parts are important to maintain as we age. You just simply cannot do the same movements each day, such as walking 30 minutes in your neighborhood. Variety does matter. So try to vary it up. Um, I give tons of suggestions on that in my Women Aging Awesomely Facebook group. Um, I am a yoga teacher as well, and I'm also a women's wellness coach, like specifically for women. And I know all about building up exercise programs um, and also active recovery. So just so many different ways of movement are important. Variety definitely matters. All right, so moving into another way, our second way that you can ease your joint pain naturally and inexpensively is to consider making some nutritional changes. So a few years ago, as I was getting closer to celebrating my 50th birthday, yes, I'm 53, I was noticing though, I was noticing more and more aches and pains in my joints, um, my feet, my ankles, um, my hips, my neck, just a lot of places. And to be clear, it's not necessarily your joints. It might be the tendons, the ligaments, you know, combining everything and attaching muscles to the bones and so forth, but just in those general areas, just lots of places. I was having some, some aches and pains. So aside from really changing the way that I moved my body, I also took a hard look at what I was eating. Um, I know we've all heard, or hopefully you've heard about shopping the perimeter of a grocery store. You know, that's where all the fresh, the, the um, less processed foods are stocked. Well, it's also important to take a look at your daily intake of ingredients like sugar and sodium. So after deciding to decrease my sugar intake, because yeah, I realized I had quite a bit of it. Sodium, I've always been good on. I just don't add a lot of sugar. Um, but 
I mean, excuse me, sodium, salt, <laughs> but sugar, yeah, I add it. Um, so I noticed with my sugar intake that there was a big um, difference in my joints after decreasing that sugar intake in about eight weeks. I mean, it did take some time. It was not overnight. It took about two months, but it was amazing. And I also noticed a difference on the scale. Go figure, right? <laughs> um, another nutritional strategy to consider is adding in foods and spices that promote joint health, such as turmeric, um, avocado, leafy vegetables, and green tea. I love green tea. So those are just a few things to look at in terms of foods and spices that you can add to promote joint health. So it's not just taking away something like sugar or salt, but it's also adding in some things. All right, third way to ease your joint pain is to incorporate, and I know this might sound woo-woo, but to incorporate some mindfulness strategies. Mindfulness has a definite impact on your body and its stress level. So check in with your body while sitting quietly with your eyes closed. Honestly, um, maybe take several longer, fuller rounds of breath. And by rounds of breath, I'm talking about an inhale and an exhale. And in fact, taking it a step further, if you want to pause at the top of that inhale and also pause at the bottom of your exhale before you start, you know, the inhale or exhale, that helps as well. So taking these longer, fuller rounds of breath, focusing on one body part for each round of breath. I like to start at my head first, you know, the all the eyes, the jawline, etc. And then I just move down to my neck and shoulders with the next round of breath move down to my chest and abdomen. And then I sometimes will do the legs and then I'll do the arms and then I'll do the entire body. Just, you know, it's called a, a general body scan. And just by doing that, checking in with your body, it makes such an impact. So again, if you want to pause this podcast and take a couple of minutes and do this, you'll notice that you feel less stressed. You might feel a little bit of spaciousness in your body. All of these are good benefits, right? So by doing this simple breathing exercise, the one I just described, once a week, or anytime you need to, <laughs> you will begin to build more awareness of subtle aches and pains that might otherwise sneak up on you. So not only can meditation help identify areas of your body that need attention, but it can also lower your stress in general, mentally and physically. I love to offer up meditations in both my private Facebook group, the one I've mentioned, Women Aging Awesomely, same name as this podcast, and also in my yoga classes that I teach. So feel free to email me at stephanie at stephaniefowleryoga.com if you would like some more information about that. So something else to be mindful about is not beating yourself up over no longer physically doing what you once used to find so easy to accomplish. 
So for instance, <laughs> I can no longer run a mile in a sub 930 like I used to run. Uh, I used to be a, a fairly avid runner myself. Um, not anything long um, in terms of marathons or even half marathons, but I used to love doing 5Ks. That was my jam. And um, back when I was a little bit heavier, you know, we've all had some extra weight pile on from time to time, especially, you know, when you've had children and you want to lose that mom weight, so to speak. Um, but yeah, I got into running big time. I had an app on my phone called um, C uh, couch to 5k, um, C to 5k, I think it is. But anyway, I used to have this app on my phone and, um, I got to where I was walking and running a mile after work. I would just literally come in the house, put on my clothes and go and, and do one mile. And I got to where I had a goal of wanting to better my time, best my time each and every time, each and every day. And I did pretty much one or two times. Um, I was a little bit slower or I might've had this exact same time, but primarily for the most part, every single day I improved my time. And I got to where to improve it, I was having to run more, you know, right? It makes sense. So anyway, um, a sub 930, that's a runner's term for I ran just under nine minutes and 30 seconds. I think it was like nine minutes and 28 seconds, but still it was a sub 30. And I was so proud of that. It was straight up running the whole way. I was at that point, um, I'm 53 now, I was about 44, 45. And I was so proud of myself being able to do that. Not only running a full mile without stopping, but having that time. I thought that was a great time for me. Super impressed with myself. So not that that was an Olympic level speed by any means whatsoever. <laughs> but um, I know that I need to be more mindful of shock absorb absorption in my joints nowadays, um, in my legs, my knees, ankles, and everything. Um so I can't go that fast anymore. In fact, uh, I guess about three years ago, it's been about three years, I tried to pick running back up because again, the weight kind of crept back up because of slower metabolism right around age 49, um, turning 50. And so I was trying to get back into running um, because I know that that's effective for me. However, uh, my knee, my right knee did not enjoy that very much. Um, I had probably not the best running shoes at that point in time. Uh, asphalt is horrible for your joints, and running does happen to be high impact. Um, also, when you're running up inclines, that's rougher on your joints as well. Um, or so my orthopedic surgeon told me. So he gave me a, a shot after x-raying my knee, finding out that I had a slight meniscus tear, did some physical therapy on it, so forth and so on. Um, and of course, with my yoga background, my physical therapist is like, ah, you don't need me anymore. Here's a couple of things to do. Let me check this. Let me check that. And we're good to go. So um, yeah, I, I no longer run. Um, I've got better running shoes. My husband was super sweet, bought a really nice pair of ultras for me. And um, I've got a little leg brace that my friend Daquanda told me about. And um, I'm just very mindful of everything with that. So no more running for me. So yeah, your body, getting back to the whole idea of your body, does change as you get older, as we get older, and that's okay. It's much more important to protect your joints than trying to, you know, perfect a handstand or run an Olympic speed of a mile, anything that can wreak havoc on our um, joints. So one other meditation technique to try 
is um, to create your own affirmations of body health and positivity based on your needs. So a couple of, of examples for you of healthy body-focused affirmations, especially as we are aging and, and we've got some joint pain seeping, seeping in, is uh, something like this. I engage in physical movement every day. I am motivated to work out. I deserve to feel healthy. How awesome would that be when you woke up in the morning and as you were just doing some simple stretches in bed, you said those three affirmations to yourself. Wouldn't that be awesome? The key though, when you are creating your affirmations, you're more than welcome to use those that I just mentioned. But if you want to create your own, the key is that you need to make them in the present tense um, so that you are conveying how you want to feel or what you want to achieve. So do not do anything like I will engage in physical movement every day um, because that's kind of putting it into a future tense like I will do it. I want you to make it active. I engage in physical movement every day. So if you happen to um, have your own affirmations that you create as a result of hearing this, um, again, I'd love to hear them. So hop over to Women Aging Awesomely on Instagram or join my free Facebook group. It's also Women Aging Awesomely on Facebook. Um, you can also email me. Once again, my email is stephanie at stephaniefowleryoga.com. I'd love to hear your own affirmations for body-focused positivity and good joint health. So um, just to recap here are three things that can help us ease up joint pain naturally and inexpensively. The first one, start being more mobile. And do that little tip I gave you of writing down things that you have done to move your body the past day or hopefully five days and kind of check in with what types of movement, um, how often parts of your body that you think would be neglected from that movement and so forth. Um, the second thing, may consider making nutritional changes. So maybe taking out things such as overly processed food, taking out certain ingredients like sugar, um, or adding certain ingredients or spices and so forth in. Oh, and, you know, don't forget, you've got supplements like vitamins C, D, calcium, and omega-3. And then finally, incorporate mindfulness strategies. I gave you several today. So, yes, take advantage of those. So, what's next? If you truly are struggling with joint pain and you liked what you heard today, I know it's a bit overwhelming to figure out where on earth to start with some of these things. So if you need a little bit more guidance than just some of the examples I threw out, like maybe you need an actual plan, maybe you need me to help you with some goals that you want to reach, then reach out to me. Again, stephanie at stephaniefowleryoga.com. Um, you can also, again, join my free, free Facebook group. That is facebook.com slash groups slash women aging awesomely join it you can get started there 
Lots of units are inside of that group, lots of videos, lots of, lots of good stuff. Um, I also have some workshops that are recorded in there. So yes, join me and also join this podcast. How do you join a podcast? It's simple. Just click the subscribe button. And also, if you found value in this, please share with a friend of yours, share with more than one friend, share with the family, share um, any way that you want to, and also consider leaving a review. This is a brand new podcast. And the more you share it out, the more subscriptions, the more reviews I get, the more women I can reach out and help. So that's it for today. Thank you for joining me and please hit that subscribe button so you'll catch the next episode. Take care.